Deuteronomy chapter 1. The covenant setting, this is what Moses said to all the Israelites in the Transjordanian wilderness, the Arad Rift Valley opposite Suf, between Paran and Tafel, Laban, Hazaroth and Dejabab. Now it is ordinarily an eleven-day journey from Horeb to Kadesh Barnea by way of Mount Seir. However, it was not until the first day of the eleventh month of the fourteenth year that Moses addressed the Israelites just as the Lord had instructed him to do. This took place after the defeat of King Sihon of the Amorites, whose capital was in Hezbon, and King Og of Bashan, whose capital was in Ashtaroth, especially, specifically in Edrai. So it was in the Transjordan, in Moab, that Moses began to deliver these words. Events at Horeb. The Lord our God spoke to us at Horeb and said, You have stayed in the area of this mountain long enough. Head out and resume your journey. Enter the Amorite hill country and all its neighbouring areas, including the Rift Valley, the hill country, the foothills of the Negev, and the coastal plain. All of the Canaan and Lebanon, as far as the great river, that is the Euphrates. Look, I have already given the land to you. Go, occupy the territory that I, the Lord, promised to give to your ancestors, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and to their descendants. I also said to you at that time, I am no longer able to sustain you by myself. The Lord your God has increased your population to a point that you are now as numerous as the very stars of the sky. Indeed, may the Lord, the God of your ancestors, make you a thousand times more numerous than you are now, blessing you just as he said he would. But how can I bear up under the burden of your hardship and strife? Select wise and practical men, those known among your tribes, whom I may appoint as your leaders. You replied to me, that what I said to you was good. So I choose as your tri tribal leaders wise and well-known men, placing them over you as administrators of groups of thousands, hundreds, fifties and tens, and also as other tribal officials. I furthermore admonished your judges at that time that they should pay attention to issues among your fellow citizens and judge fairly, whether between one person or a native Israelite or a resident foreigner. They must not discriminate in judgment, but hear the lowly and the great alike, nor should they be intimidated by human beings, for judgment belongs to God. If the matter being adjudicated is too difficult for them, they should bring it before me for a hearing. Instructions at Kadesh Barnea. So I instructed you at the time regarding everything you should do. Then we left Horeb and passed through all that immense, forbiding wilderness, that you saw on the way to the Amorite hill country, as the Lord our God had commanded us to do. Finally, arriving at Kadesh Barnea, then I said to you, you have come to the Amorite hill country, which the Lord our God is about to give us. Look, he has placed the land in front of you. Go up, take possession of it, just as the Lord, the God of your ancestors, said to do. Do not be afraid or discouraged. So all of you approached me and said, Let's send some men ahead of us to scout out the land and bring back word as to how we should attack it and what the cities are like there. I thought this was a good idea. So I sent twelve men from among you, one from each tribe. They left and went up to the hill country, coming to the Eshol Valley, which they scouted out. Then they took some of the produce of the land and carried it back down to us. They also brought a report saying, The land that God our God is about to give us is good. Disobedience at Kadesh Barnea. 
You were not willing to go up, however, but instead rebelled against the Lord your God. You complained among yourselves privately and said, Because the Lord hates us, he brought us from Egypt to deliver us over to the Amorites, so they could destroy us. What is going to happen to us? Our brothers have drained away our courage by describing people who are more numerous and taller than we are, the great cities whose defences appear to be as high as the heaven itself. Moreover, they said they saw Anakites there. So I responded to you, do not be terrified of them. The Lord your God is about to go ahead of you. He will fight for you, just as you saw him do in Egypt and in the wilderness, where you saw him carrying you along like a man carries a son. This he did everywhere you went until you came to this very place. However, through all this you did not have confidence in the Lord your God. Who would go before you on the way to find places for you to camp, appearing at a, in a fire at night and in a cloud by day to show you the way you ought to go? Judgment at Kadesh Barnea When the Lord heard you, he became angry and made this vow. Not a single person of this evil generation will see the good land that I promised to give you and to your ancestors. The exception is Caleb, son of Jephunneh. He will see it, and I will give him and his descendants the territory on which he has walked, because he has wholeheartedly followed me. As for me, the Lord was also angry with me on your account. He said, You will not be able to go there. However, Joshua, son of Nun, your assistant, will go. Encourage him, because he will enable Israel to inherit the land. Also your infants, who you brought, thought would die on the way, and your children, who as yet do not know good from bad, will go there. I will give them the land and they will possess it. But as for you, turn back, head for the wilderness by the way of the Red Sea. Unsuccessful conquest of Canaan. Then they responded to me and admitted, We have sinned against the Lord. We will now go and fight as the Lord has told us. So each of you put on your battle gear and prepared to go up to the hill country. But the Lord tell you, tell them this. Do not go up and fight because I will not be with you and you will be defeated by your enemies. I spoke to you, but you did not listen. Instead, you rebelled against the Lord and recklessly went up to the hill country. The Amorite inhabitants of the area confronted you and chased you like a swarm of bees, striking you down from Seir as far as Hormah. Then you came back and wept before the Lord, but he paid no attention to you whatsoever. Therefore you remained at Kadesh for a long time, indeed for the full time. Deuteronomy chapter 2, the journey from Kadesh Barnea to Moab. Then we turned and set out toward the wilderness on the way to the Red Sea, just as the Lord told me to do, detouring around Mount Seir for a long time. At this point, the Lord said to me, You have circled around this mountain long enough. Now turn north. Instruct these people as follows. You are about to cross the border of your relatives and descendants of Esau, who inhabit Seir. They will be afraid of you, so watch yourselves carefully. Do not be hostile towards them, because I am not giving you any of their land, not even a footprint. For I have given Mount Seir as an inheritance to Esau. You may purchase food to eat and water to drink from them. All along the way, I, the Lord your God, have blessed your every effort. I have been attentive to your travels through this great wilderness. These forty years I have been with you. You have lacked nothing. 
So we turned away from our relatives, the descendants of Esau, the inhabitants of Seir, turning from the root of the Rift Valley, which comes up from Elat and Ezon Geber, and travelling the way of the wilderness of Moab. Then the Lord said to me, Do not harass Moab and provoke them to war, for I will not give you any of their land as a territory. This is because I have given Ar to the descendants of Lot as their possession. The Emites used to live there, a people as powerful, numerous and tall as the Anakites. These people, as well as the Anakites, are also considered Rephetites and Moabites call them Emites. Previously, the Horites lived in Seir, but the descendants of Esau dispossessed and destroyed them and settled in their place, just as Israel did to the land it came to possess, and the Lord gave them. Now, get up and cross at Wadi Zered. So we did. Now the length of time it took for us to go from Kadesh Barnea to the crossing of Wadi Zered was 38 years. Time for all the military men of that generation to die, just as the Lord had vowed to them. Indeed, it was the very hand of the Lord that eliminated them from within the camp until they were all gone. Instructions concerning Ammon. So it was after all the military men had been eliminated from the community, the Lord said to me, Today you are going to cross the border of Moab, that is Ar. But when you come close to the Ammonites, do not harass or provoke them, because I am not giving you or the Ammonites land as your possession. I have already given it to Lot's descendants as their possession. This also is considered to be the land of the Rephites. The Rephites lived there originally. The Ammonites call them Zamzamites. They are a people as powerful, numerous and tall as the Anakites. But the Lord destroyed the Rephites in advance of the Ammonites, so they dispossessed them and settled down in their place. This is exactly what he did for the descendants of Esau, who lived in Seir, when he destroyed the Horites before them, so they could dispossess them and settle in the area to this very day. As for the Avites, who lived in settlements as far west as Gaza, Kaphtarites, who came from Crete, destroyed them and settled down in their place. Get up, make your way across Wadi Arnon. Look, I have already delivered over to you Shiloh, of uh, the Amorite, king of Heshbon, and his land. Go ahead, take it, engage him in war. This very day I will begin to fill all the people of the earth with dread, to terrify them when they hear about you. They will shiver and shake in anticipation of your approach. Defeat of Sion, king of Heshbon. Then I sent messages from the Kenamoth wilderness to King Sion of Heshbon with an offer of peace. Let me pass through your land. I will keep strictly to the roadway. I will not turn aside to the left or the right. Sell me food for cash so that I can eat and sell me water to drink. Just allow me to go through on foot. Just as the descendants of Esau who live at Seir and the Moabites who live in Ar did for me until I cross the Jordan to the land the Lord our God is giving us. But King Sihon of Eshbon was unwilling to allow us to pass near him because the Lord our God had made him obstinate and stubborn so that he might deliver him over to you this very day. The Lord said to me, Look, I've already begun to give Sion and his land to you. Start right now and take his land as your possession. When Sion and all his troops emerged to encounter us in the battle of Jahaz, the Lord our God delivered him over to us and we struck him down along with his sons and everyone else. 
At that time we seized all his cities and put every one of them under divine judgment, including all the women and children. We left no survivors. We left only the livestock and plunder from the cities for ourselves. From Aurora, which is the edge of Wadi Arnon, it is the city in the Wadi, all the way to Gilead, there was not a town able to resist us. The Lord our God gave them all to us. However, you did not approach the land of the Ammonites, the Wadi Jabok, and cities of the hill country, or any place forbidden by the Lord our God. Deuteronomy chapter 3, Defeat of King Og of Bashan. Next we set out on a route to Bashan, but King Od of Basham and the whole army came out to meet us in the battle of Edrai. The Lord, however, said to me, Do not be afraid of him, because I have already given him to you, his whole army and his land to you. You will do to him exactly what you did to King Sihon of the Amorites, who lived in Heshbon. So the Lord our God did indeed give over to us King Og of Bashan and his whole army, and we struck them down until not a single survivor was left. We captured all his cities, and that time there was not a town we did not take from them. Sixty cities, all in the region of Argob, the dominion of Og in Bashan. All these cities were fortified by high walls, gates, and locking bars. In addition, there were a great many open villages. We put them all under divine judgment, just as we had done to King Sihon of Heshbon. Every occupied city, including women and children, but all the livestock and plunder from the cities we kept for ourselves. So at that time we took the land of the two Amorite kings in the Transjordanian, from Wadi Arnon to Mount Hermon. Sidonians call Hermon Sirion, and the Amorites call it Senea. All the cities of the plateau, all of Gilead and Bashan, as far as Selak and Edrai, cities of the kingdom of Og in Bashan. Only King Og of Bashan was left of the remaining Rephites. It is noteworthy that his sarcophagus was made of iron. Does it not indeed still remain in Rabath of the Ammonites? It is thirteen and a half feet long and six feet wide, according to standard measure. Distribution of Transjordanian allotments. This is the land we brought under our control at that time, the territory extending from Aror by the Wadi Arnon and the half-Gilead hill country with its cities, I gave to the Reubenites and the Gadites. The rest of Gilead and all of Bashan, the kingdom of Od, I gave to the half-tribe of Manasseh. All the region of Argob, that is, all Bashan, is called the land of Rephaim. Jair, son of Manasseh, took all the Argob region as far as the border with the Geshuites and the Machathites, namely Bashan, and called it by his name, Havar Jair, which it retains to this very day. I gave Gilead to Machia. To the Reubenites and the Gadites I allocated the territory extended from Gilead as far as Wadi Arnon. The exact middle of the Wadi was the boundary. All the way to the Wadi Jabok, the Amorite border. The Rift Valley and the Jordan River were also a border, from the Sea of Kenarath to the Sea of the Rift Valley, that is the Salt Sea, beneath the slopes of Pisgah to the east. Instructions to the Transjordanian tribes. At that time I instructed you as follows. The Lord your God has given you this land as for your possession. You warriors are to cross over equipped for battle before your fellow Israelites, but your wives, children and livestock, of which I know you have many, may remain in the cities I have given you. 
You must fight until the Lord gives your countrymen victory as he did you, and they take possession of the land that the Lord your God is giving them on the other side of the Jordan River. Then each of you may return to his own territory that I have given you. I also commanded Joshua at the same time. You have seen everything the Lord your God did to these two kings. He will do the same to all the kingdoms where you are going. Do not be afraid of them, for the Lord your God will personally fight for you. Denial to Moses of the Promised Land. Moreover, at this time I pleaded with the Lord, O Sovereign Lord, you have begun to show me your greatness and strength. What God in heaven or earth can rival your works and mighty deeds? Let me please cross over to see the good land on the other side of the Jordan River, this good hill country and the Lebanon. But the Lord was angry at me because of you and would not listen to me. Instead, he said to me, enough of that. Do not speak to me any more about this matter. Go up to the top of Pisgah and take a good look to the west, north, south and east. For you will not be allowed to cross the Jordan. Commission Joshua and encourage and strengthen him because he will lead these people over and will enable them to inherit the land you see. So we settled down in the valley opposite Beth Peor. Psalm 36, for the music director, an oracle, written by the Lord's servant, David. An evil man is rebellious to the core. He does not fear God, for he is too proud to recognise and give up his sin. The words he speaks are sinful and deceitful. He does not care about doing what is wise and right. While he lies in bed, he plans ways to sin. He is committed to a sinful lifestyle. He does not reject what is evil. O Lord, your loyal love reaches to the sky, your faithfulness to the crowds. Your justice is like the highest mountains, your fairness like the deepest sea. You, Lord, preserve mankind and and the animal kingdom. How precious is your loyal love, O God! The human race finds shelter under your wings. They are filled with food from your house, and you allow them to drink from the river of your delicacies. For with you is the fountain of life. In your light we see light. Extend your loyal love to your faithful followers and vindicate the morally upright. Do not let arrogant men overtake me or let evil men make me homeless. I can see the evildoers. They have fallen. They have been knocked down and are unable to get up. Luke chapter 5, the call of the disciples. Now Jesus was standing by the lake of Gennesaret, and the crowd was pressing around him to hear the word of God. He saw two boats by the lake, but the fishermen had gotten out of them and were washing their nets. He got into one of the boats, which was Simon's, and asked him to put out a little way from the shore. Then Jesus sat down and taught the crowds from the boat. When he finished speaking, he said to Simon, Put out into deep water and lower your nets for a catch. Simon answered, Master, we worked hard all night and caught nothing. But at your word, I will lower my nets. When they had done this, they caught so many fish that their nets started to tear. So they motioned to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both boats so that they were about to sink. But when Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Go away from me, Lord, for I am a sinful man. For Peter and all who were with him were astonished at the catch of fish that they had taken. And so were James and John, Zebedee's sons, who were Simon's business partners. Then Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid. From now on you will be catching people. 
So when they brought their boats back to shore, they left everything and followed him. Healing a leper. While Jesus was in one of the towns, a man came to him who was covered with leprosy. When he saw Jesus, he bowed down with his face to the ground and begged him, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. So he stretched out his hand and touched him, saying, I am willing, be clean. And immediately the leprosy left him. Then he ordered the man to tell no one, but commanded him, Go and show yourself to the priest and bring the offering for your cleansing as Moses commanded, as a testimony to them. But the news spread about him even more, and large crowds were gathering together to hear him and to be healed of their illnesses. Yet Jesus himself frequently withdrew to the wilderness and prayed. Healing and forgiving a paralytic. Now, On those days, while he was teaching, there were Pharisees and teachers of the law sitting nearby, who had come from every village in Galilee and Judea and from Jerusalem. And the power of the Lord was with him to heal. Just then, some men showed up carrying a paralysed man on a stretcher. They were trying to bring him in and place him before Jesus. But since they found no way to carry him in because of the crowd, they went upon the roof and let him down on the stretcher through the roof tiles, right in front of Jesus. When Jesus saw their faith, he said, Friend, your sins are forgiven. Then the experts in the law and the Pharisees began to think to themselves, Who is this man who is uttering blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God alone? When Jesus perceived their hostile thoughts, he said to them, Why are you raising objections within yourselves? Which is easier, to say, Your sins are forgiven, or to say, Stand up and walk? But so that they know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins, he said to the paralysed man, I tell you, stand up, take your stretcher and go home. Immediately he stood up before them, picked up the stretcher he had been lying on and went home, glorifying God. Then astonishment seized them all and and they glorified God. They were filled with awe, saying, We have seen incredible things today. The call of Levi, eating with sinners. After this, Jesus went out and saw a tax collector named Levi sitting at a tax booth. Follow me, he said to them. And he got up and followed him, leaving everything behind. Then Levi gave a great banquet in his house for Jesus. And there was a crowd of tax collectors and others sitting at the table with them. But the Pharisees and the experts in the law complained to his disciples, saying, Why do you eat and drink with tax collectors and sinners? Jesus answered them, Those who are well don't need a physician, but those who are sick do. I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. The superiority of the new. Then they said to him, John's disciples frequently fast and pray, and so do the disciples of the Pharisees, but yours continue to eat and drink. So Jesus said to them, You cannot make wedding guests fast while the bridegroom is with them, can you? But those days are coming, and when the bridegroom is taken from them, at that time they will fast. He also told them a parable. No one tears a patch from a new garment and sews it into an old garment. If he does, he will have torn the new, and the piece from the new will not match the old. And no one pours new wine into old wineskins. If he does, the new wine will burst the skins and will be spilled, and the skins will be destroyed. Instead, New wine must be poured into new wineskins. No one, after drinking old wine, wants the new, for he says the old is good enough.'